Hey guys, um, welcome to the Simple Scripture Podcast. Um, This podcast is for one main purpose, and that's to study the Bible in a simple but beneficial way. Hey guys, I know it is very soon for another episode, so surprise, here's a new episode. But I was just reading through Scripture, and I had something on my mind that I would like to share with you. 2 Peter Chapter 3, verse 8 says, But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. In that verse, we can see that God is outside of time, and He is not on our time schedule. He is not waiting for us to do something. He is working his own plan and it does not concern us as far as time frame goes. In my Sunday school class, we have been going over the life of Joseph. And if you think about back in the life of Joseph in in the latter parts of, of Genesis, you can see he was rejected by his own family, sold into slavery, uh, accused of something he didn't do thrown into prison, showed compassion to the butler and giving him a good interpretation of the dream that the butler had and told the truth to the baker even though it wasn't in the baker's favor. But then he was forgotten for two years before he even stood before Pharaoh and God's plan was working the whole time even though it wasn't in Joseph's time frame. But Joseph continued to have faith in God that God would take care of him and that God was working it out. And at the end, when he faces his brothers, faces those who who threw him in this mess to begin with, he tells them, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Because God is in his own time frame. I'm sure if Joseph wanted to be out of prison, be out of slavery, be out of his situation. He would have wanted it to be right now, but God was working out something that was bigger than he was. But we see in 2 Peter 3 verse 9, it says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. I can't determine how fast or slow God delivers his promise. I do not have that authority. I'm just a dumb man, a low, lower than dirt person. I'm not smart. I'm not able to do everything, but I cannot count God's slackness of what I see as slackness as as slackness. I know that it makes sense, but I cannot say, God, you're working too slow because he works outside of time and it is not in my time frame that he should work. But continuing on in that verse, it says that God, but is long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He was patient toward us. 
the patience of God shouldn't be interpreted as a lack of involvement, but as ultimate involvement, because he is using time to draw humanity to himself because he is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. When you're dealing with someone that disagrees with you, that doesn't believe what you believe, has faith in anything else other than God or His Word, we shouldn't be angry towards them. We shouldn't be, you know, backbiters and brawlers and, and, and just trying to win an argument. The best way to show the gospel change in your life is to live out the gospel, the good news, the darkness to light. You are a new creature. So when it comes to disagreements or, or, or arguments, remember that God is not willing that that person you're dealing with should perish. He wants them to have everlasting life. He wants to pour his spirit onto this person. And just because they don't agree with you, they don't see eye to eye to you, does not give you the right to hate them or to argue with them, to yell at them, or even curse them. There's a famous YouTube preacher. I won't say his name because I don't want him to come and attack me. But he, he claims that all homosexuals should be killed, should be murdered because of their sin against God. And when I realized, man, my sin against God, I deserve death. But he was gracious enough to have patience, have long-suffering to me. And he wasn't willing that I should perish, but that I should come to repentance. And thankfully, I did. So hopefully, that helps as you're dealing with people on your everyday life and coming up on disagreements or arguments. That there is a better way. Live out the good news of Christ. Show peace and joy and long-suffering and virtue and godliness in your faith. The first part of Second Peter shows us that. He says, add to your faith these things. I'll turn there just, just so you can, you can hear it. He says in Second Peter chapter 1, verse... Five, it says, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. These things will make you fruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and what he did for you. And it says, add to your faith virtue and virtue knowledge and knowledge temperance and temperance patience and patience godliness and godliness brotherly kindness and brotherly kindness charity or love. Nowhere in here does it talk about winning arguments or 
beating that person in their argument or winning the debate because we're not trying to make converts. We're not trying to win souls. It's not my job to win souls. God's word says, go and make disciples. Disciples are students of God's word. So I hope that helps you. Love you guys. I know this is a short episode, but thanks for all the support and encouragement and have a good week.